0: Hey there, everyone. We have another great episode of the Smartest Amazon Seller podcast. Very excited for what I've got for you this time. Something very unique, something that's like core to me is we're going to be talking a lot about automation. The last podcast was about scaling and the types of activities that uh, help your business scale in efficiency so that every hour of time you put in is... Uh, you get a lot more value, and, um, but before, first for that, for those that are uh, tuning in for the podcast for the first time, I'm Scott Needham, the CEO of Buy Boxer. Uh, our business is responsible for selling a product every two seconds, a spot that we've carried for some years, and I'm a software developer, and I'm trying to get into the underpinnings of how we can be successful on Amazon. So I like to think that we have some unique insights, some secrets that you will hear here that you will not anywhere else. And today is no exception. Um, I have with me Will Christensen, the, uh, the founder of Data Automation, and he has done a lot of things in the last few years a lot of very unique and interesting things of bringing automation to Amazon sellers. And so, Will, thank you for joining me.
1: Absolutely. It is super good to be here. Good to, uh, good to chat.
0: So um, let's see, we got a lot of, we, we were just talking before the show and I, the, the, we, we can take this so many different ways. He has, He's accomplished a lot, you know, I'll say he does a lot with Zapier, which is a kind of like a, a programming tool for non-programmers. I get, will, give us a little bit more of an introduction of like what you think of, what do you think of Zapier?
1: So the technical name for Zapier is an iPaaS. So it, not a SaaS product, but an iPaaS integration platform as a service. And the powerful thing about Zapier is that it puts... The workflow engine of, so so when you think of programming, what do you think of? Oh, you think of all of that code and the matrix, right? Um, Think not code and matrix, think IFTT or if this, then that, I'm going to set up a listener that does something. So super common use case that Zapier can help you automate. You get an email with an invoice attached to it and you want to save all of those invoices over to... Google Drive or to Dropbox. With a couple clicks you can set it up, authenticate in both places and every single one of those PDFs just magically shows up over in that uh, other system. That's a common one you'll see. Um, mm-hmm. let's you know lots of different things that we could go over in terms of common use cases Zapier can solve that are more specific to e-commerce as well.
0: And so what I really like I, I could we could dive into that quite a bit what this Is always doing is, you know, this is helping you scale your business so that common tasks that you're doing are kind of done for you. And I think of it this way. Someone was just talking to me two weeks ago about how like um the ERP that they're using, the inventory management system that they're using, does about does so many great things. Let's like let's pick on a few, say Scubana or Inventory Lab does so many great things, but like it's only 85% there doing what they want um, zapier or someone like will with his experience does those f- last few tasks to make it a hundred percent what you want because yep. it's able to live on top of automated solutions i mean i mean email is an automation uh, dropbox is is a, a a location to send stuff to in an automatic way and you can do some automatic things within Dropbox. You'd be like, well, move, you know, move this from over there. And um, so this is, I, I, just in the 10-minute the conversation I had with Will before, I was like, I was thinking of use case, use case, use case. Because um, while I am a software developer, I, I still want to like, take the best of other people's software. And it, sometimes I want to think of how to improve it. So, Will, um, let's see, in your, you know, experience with Zapier, how how often are you already, you know, interacting with, um, you know, things like Skubana in terms of, like, making them better?
1: So, we actually built the Skubana-Zapier integration. That's one of the other things that data automation does is we partner with SaaS companies and bring them to Zapier. Um, so, so we've got a lot of knowledge there, but yeah, Zapier is integration that exists for Skubana data automation, um, build, built it and we maintain it. Um, so we often will add new things to that integration, um, and, and, and we can, we can bring more to it, but there are times where I want to go connect to something and the integration just doesn't exist yet. Jobber, for example, is a, is a common, um, management platform for people that are, uh, managing, uh, like a, a service business, um, they don't have an API yet. And so they're not actually on, um, on Zapier yet. So that's a pretty common thing for you to discover. Oh crap, that piece of software that I just invested, you know, 40 hours of my life getting up and running in my business. I forgot to ask if they have an API or if they're connected to Zapier. And so that can be a common problem that you run into and and one that data automation can help with or that another automation expert like data automation could jump in and and help you kind of figure out that last 15%, um, like you mentioned.
0: That's interesting. So do you ever uh, talk with people at Zapier? All the time. Okay, that's because I just met someone two weeks ago that just started with Zapier and that kind of integration of, you know, company to company, you know, that you were saying that that's what she deals with, but sounds like you're already uh, one of their their solution providers. Correct. Um, we're,
1: we're the only company in the world that is a Zapier certified expert and a Zapier app developer. There, there are companies that hold both of those positions separately, but we not only understand the inner workings of what you can do on the platform to push things, we also build applications on Zapier. So, yeah. Only company in the world that does right
0: that. well be careful with having too many accommodations because that's what's going to lead people from my audience to start reaching out to you and start oh asking
1: crap uh, I mean ton of <laughs> questions <laughs> yeah no we're we're here to help um, and, and honestly if you mention this podcast you know I'll, I'll we'll jump on a on a 15 minute to 30 minute call no charge and and take a look at whatever you've got a lot of times I, I mean I, I get on calls all the time where Halfway through the call, I'm like, wait a minute, have you heard of, insert name of software? And they'll say, no, I haven't. What does that do? And I said, it does what you're wanting to pay me to do. And and they'll go look at it and they can jump on the free plan. So I, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to charge you for something that, uh, that can already be done elsewhere. And I'm happy to share uh, some of my knowledge and expertise across the many different sellers that I've worked with to, to help you you know, get to that next level?
0: That's, yeah, no, that's awesome. Because you, I just in a quick conversation, I know that uh, Will has been around and really uh, dives into a lot of solutions and situations. And that's valuable on its own, just knowing what's what other software pieces are out there, and almost worth its own podcast itself, just being like, yeah, kind of like a rapid fire, like, boom, you know, like, what's a recommendation for this? What's your recommendation for this?
1: Yeah, I'm actually giving a presentation at the Prosper Show. So if you look at the Prosper Show, the very first person on the Prosper Show is me. And I'm giving a presentation on 15 automation tools that you should be using in your business. Uh-oh. It's going to be it's going to be kind of a stretch to do like a two hour, two hour and 30 minute session. And we're going to try and pump through 15 tools. It's going to be exciting.
0: Okay, well, Looks like there's a meeting that I have to attend. Um, So, uh, one thing that you know we were talking a little bit before is that uh, you know this ties in with the theme of last podcast that I just did about scale, but that how much time this can save you. You know, if there's one thing, especially as the owner of the business, and I. I know that like 90% of the people that listen to this podcast are, you know, one of the leaders of their uh, business is that you have limited time. It is your resource that you have to make the most of. And um, Will, he was just earlier, you know, uh, selling, you know, this idea in that, you know, he sells time. Automation brings time back to you so you can focus more on, you know, the creative parts of business development that require you, not, you know, you in emails. Now, um, one thing that I think you're going to be hearing Will's name more in the future is the, uh, this next topic that we can jump into. Um, he has built something that I know I'm gonna be using as soon as I can uh, this is a task that we've had to, I've had to fight with for a long time and um, that is he's got a Chrome extension that does a lot of things in the seller central account that you wouldn't even know that something out there does this uh. For example, I'll, I'll just like jump into the one that I want to use is we have we manage, you know, more than 20 seller accounts. And what's really hidden is this um, this page that has sessions data. Will, tell us more about this. What What is why is I mean, I can tell you but like, why is this page so unique and complicated and hard to get or whatever? Why doesn't why is not everyone using it?
1: Uh, I would say the reason not everybody's using it is because one, they don't know it's there, and two, it's not available in the API. So most of the data providers out there who create dashboards for Amazon Seller Central are getting all of the easy-to-get reports, and they're putting that out there for you. So you're seeing the data already. They're they're doing the hard work of of you know massaging that, getting it out into a centralized place. And so one of the reasons why people don't see this is because it's not in the API. Um, what what data automation has done is we've created um, a tool um, called Task Runner, um, and and you know we're working on on the website and everything there so that you could uh, jump on on that way. So it's it's an internal tool right now that we're using for different automations and it's live, it's functioning. Um, we we have uh, people using it, but uh, you won't see much about it on our website yet because it's so fresh and so new. We ran into a problem where we wanted to get at some data that was behind a login wall, and we didn't want to create a bot. The information, the the data, the password associated with getting into that account was so sensitive for this specific seller we were working with that they didn't want to share that with us. Um, But we knew that the only way to get at that data would be to build something that could programmatically get there. And so we built a Chrome extension that actually notifies the individual who's got it installed and says, hey, you need to be logged into your Seller Central account so that we can go get uh, that that sessions report for you. And then once we get a hold of the sessions report uh, using the Chrome extension, we can push that to a Google spreadsheet. We can push that to a MySQL database. We can push that honestly anywhere you need it to go. Um, you name it, we've, we've probably built a connection to it and, and can put it where it needs to go. And, and, and that's just the beginning uh, of what's there. And, and there are many, many, many other systems uh, that are in a similar situation. They you know, don't allow for uh, a, a, a custom field. Um, we can actually program this Chrome extension to add custom fields where custom fields aren't currently possible. Um so like let's say that you wanted to have a specific field associated with your Amazon account or an Amazon order, we can actually program it to add a field to that page and then associate it in the back end of the database so you could have your own custom notes that wouldn't be associated with Amazon at all. It would be programmatically loaded on the page every time you looked at an order.
0: So, so you're it, telling me that you can be on seller central and, you know, create a field in the, on the web Uh, sorry on the web browser. So like every time you're seeing a skew, there's just something right next to it.
1: Yep. Uh, Correct. uh, So, so if you let, let's let's imagine it this way. Um, if you wanted to make it so that when you went to the details page of that skew, you wanted to keep notes about what was going on. We create this, uh, hovering, almost sticky note like thing that you can drag around uh, for one organization, um, it's with their, their CRM specifically, they wanted to track some things that they were only put, they were using tags to track all of this. Um, we were like, wow, tags is totally inefficient. What if we just built something that could uh, allow us to extend, uh, the functionality associated with that, uh, CRM and make it so that all of those, you know, they had a dropdown menu and, you know, they, they scored essentially the jobs that they had performed. So yeah, it, it, the, the, the extension is not only to extract data, but it's also to put data into your own database associated with data that you're already using on, on, online.
0: Will, where did you get so creative? Uh, you were thinking about things that I have never even thought about.
1: Um, I, my wife tells me that I am probably one of the laziest people on earth um, and uh, that that's where some of this comes from. Um, my dad, when I was a kid, I was like, you know, eight, 10 years old. Um, I was out there drawing on a piece of paper and I walked around the corner and he's like, what is that? And I was like, oh, this is uh, a new idea I have. I think that the garbage truck that's coming down the road should have this giant mechanical arm that reaches over the house and sucks the garbage up out of the garbage can. So I don't have to take it to the curb anymore. (laughs) And my dad was like, Oh boy, this kid's going to be an engineer or something. And, and you know, it turned out that, um, that, 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 that's, uh, not, you know, totally plausible, but that's where I went with my ideas and, um, everything that I'm working on. So I don't know. My wife says I'm lazy. Um, I say that, uh, I just really enjoy finding efficiency and, um, working on, on, on some of those things. So I don't know. that's
0: You've already said two things that be, an hour ago I didn't know were possible. And, and now I kind of just like, feel like everything on either seller central is really open for a shakeup. Um, So you can get the data from the, uh, so I think this report is called the Detail Child ASIN report. That's like on the business reports. That's a very special report. I have been in a conference with Amazon um, developers where they said it was intentional, but that is not on the API. And boy, did that frustrate me that they 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 wanna hold, withhold so much data that would help us uh be better, and then the second is you can uh kind of shake up a page you know about use. if you're looking at an individual skew you're looking at the um uh, you can add fields this is nuts these are are these both available with the chrome extension
1: yeah so um you know totally yeah, yes so so both of those situations the the ability to um add or augment um on a, a ux ui either with data that you wanted to keep private um so you didn't want to put it in in a in you know you didn't want to put it in a, in a custom field on ShipStation or something like that and so you wanted it to be separate in your own database but you wanted to be able to use it on the same page without having to flip tabs or, um, the other direction you want to extract data and and really you know, if anybody from amazon or or, or or whoever else is listening to this, our goal here is not to make it so that people are getting access to the data they shouldn't. The sessions report is available to everyone once you yeah, log yeah. in.
0: i don't I don't think that's the uh, the issue. Um, it is publicly i mean like, they make that available they just uh, think that uh, I also think a part of it is they, they get an idea, they build a report, and they happen to not be on the the API team, the ones that are building out the other reports. They just kind of want to make something available. Um, I I, I could talk here. Uh, so actually, I'm going to go super nerdy for one second. Go for um, it. Tell me a little bit more about how you connect to a database.
1: Great question. So that actually is with the help of uh, the data automation modular automation or steps framework that we've built. So um, this was a, a a couple of a couple of uh, years ago. We were sitting down looking at all of the custom automation that we were building for different e-commerce sellers. And we realized that once we build a connector to something, we wanted to not only customize that connector, but make it so that it would work in bulk and handle things back and forth. So for example, a Scubana connector, um, we made it so that it could handle absolute limits of the throttling that's capable there. And we wanted to then roll that out to everybody who was using that Scubana create orders connector. Well, in order to do that, At the time, we were using separate code bases for each one of our clients because they wanted to do things that were so custom. Um, We we sat down together and the founder of Seller Labs, who's actually a a founder of data automation as well, um, we sat down together and we looked at all of the different pieces there. And we decided that there was a a possibility to create a modular framework where we could essentially make that uh, create orders connector a a Lego piece that could be bolted on in multiple places. And so you asked, well, you know, how do you put that information into a database? Um, I am actually capable of picking that up out of our Chrome extension and we send a post request uh, for, for us geeks that understand that a little bit. That's just API speak for, we send a message. So uh, we send a message over to um, our servers and that server has a modular automation listener, essentially that's, receiving that post request and then we uh, process it and we've built a Lego connector to SQL databases. And so all we have to do is define the schema and it goes right into whatever SQL database we want based off of the credentials we put in there. So specifically we were focusing on things that Zapier doesn't already solve for because we're a huge fanboys of Zapier. Um, we specifically are building and using this, this framework to um, like sync data back and forth. So like like uh, uh, inventory syncs or other things like that.
0: So um, I understood what you're talking about. Very impressed. I'm afraid of losing you know, too much of our audience <laughs> on, on, these, on these technical details, but I think I could, I could, we can walk them through. For, for example, let's say you get the Chrome extension. What's it called?
1: Uh, it's called Task Runner
0: task runner, you get task runner. And how many, you know, functions does it have out of the gate?
1: Um, Right out of the gate. Uh, the, the, I mean, let me, let me put it this way. It actually is very inexpensive for me to create a new task. So when you think of what could task runner do for me, that's not already possible via the API. I want you to think about, Um, what are things that are taking you more than 15 minutes a day, more than an hour a week or more than an hour a month? That's my litmus test that I, that I look at and I, and I say, okay, what's out there? So some common examples of things that it's capable of doing are clicking on the disbursements button inside seller central so that if you're on that daily disbursements plan, you don't have to remember to go click on that thing to get paid. Um, not a lot of accounts are still on that, but there are, there, there are still some out there. Um, clicking on the sales tax uh, link that, that that generates on the 6th of every month, um, and, and once you click on it, it's available via the API, but you have to click on it. Um, that's something we're capable of doing. We're totally capable of getting product reviews, um, like many out there. Um, that sessions report that we talked about. Um, a, a very uncommon place or something that you don't hear a lot about a lot is there are a lot of sellers out there doing Amazon Handmade. It's kind of the Etsy version, uh, Amazon's yeah. Etsy. Um, the custom data that comes in off of a handmade uh, listing is not currently available via the API. We uh-huh. get that data. And, and so like if you're getting on ShipStation and you're trying to use that information, um, you, you, can't, you can get it there. Um another one that's that's super common right alongside handmade is Amazon custom, where you're pulling in custom fields, like let's say that you're doing engraving, you're sell- you're selling a trophy on Amazon and you want you know your user to put in the type in the letters. Another thing that ShipStation doesn't currently support, that data automation has has bridged the gap and we can go in and update that order after the fact so that you're no longer having to copy and paste.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you rattled through a lot of ideas. There's probably um, 10 specific things that we've mentioned so far on this show. And uh, I think if only one or two of those uh, called out to you, that uh, this kind of a no brainer. Um, and, and then actually let your creative juices flow through you. You know, if you start seeing, you know, things that you never thought could be automated, let you know there's probably you're probably one step away now from something else yep and so even if you have uh you know less technical automation programming abilities i i actually think this is very approachable especially if you have experience with seller central and um but then there are people that are very technical minded uh and what you were talking about with, like, you know, connecting to other databases to um, put data fields in in places that you never thought you could do it. I am going to be sending a few emails to some of my team members right after this phone call, so we can uh, start looking into this. Um, let's see. Um, let's now tell me a little bit. You said something about FBA shipments and kind of uh connecting to you know supplier databases and you know there was a lot of complicated things there that were moving around that you ended up building for a client
1: mm-hmm. absolutely so um and this client won't mind me mentioning their name at all uh it's global tech rolando rosas is the owner of global tech and um Rolando came to me and, and we had passed the litmus test. So he was spending way more um, than 15 minutes a day, way more than an hour a week and way more than an hour a month on this process. And and the last part of the litmus test is could a, an intern with a basic level of email or, or, or Excel do this task if I were to teach them? And would it take me less time than it takes to do one cycle of the task to teach that task? So that's my rule. And he looked at this and said, oh my gosh, yes, like like this is not complicated stuff. You're just going over into this system, typing in the SKU here, looking there. Um, with his business model specifically, he has several different uh, individuals who are uh, distributors for him, and uh, he's got the, the inventory spread out across the U.S. And so he needs to figure out, okay, where is the most economical place to ship it from? But all only that, which distributor has it for the for the lowest price? So he's got to figure out, okay, when I'm sending stuff into FBA, what's the best way uh, to to handle that, and and what's the best way to take that to the next level? And it, it's just fascinating. Um, in terms of of uh, what he was able to bring to the table. Well, we picked apart his entire process of clear down to like, okay, well, first he goes and looks at that uh, restock report from Amazon, um, gets an idea of how much he should send. Then he goes over and looks up how much inventory he's got in each one of those separate locations inside Skibana. And then he's going over and after he's figured out all of that, he's manually going in and, and generating that that shipment inside um, FBA, and then he goes back to Skubana and generates a PO uh, to, to keep track of all of the inventory that's moving around and decrement his inventory appropriately. And so you can imagine, I mean, he we did the math once and it was thousands of dollars a month in manual labor um, that he was putting out uh, just to manage this whole process. And so um, we took the process on together and, and, and worked over several months to create uh, a whole bunch of different systems that automated um, a, a ton of the process. So we left the human element of planning where that should go, but we brought all of the data together so that, you know, he wasn't flipping through multiple tabs to check that inventory anymore, um, and, uh, once he planned out his inventory, he was doing a copy paste into Scubana, which has a tool that will automatically create your FBA workflow, um, or your FBA shipment. And then after that FBA shipment got created, we're picking that order up out of Scubana and pushing it over to his distributor automatically as well. So he no longer had to do the PO. He no longer had to go flip between all of those different things. And so for him, it was a huge win. And we were able to find ROI from our side, where he's paying us on a monthly basis to maintain the whole process.
0: Wow, Um, this is definitely the most technical interview I have done, and probably one of the most diverse. Um, And I uh, let's see, let's see (laughs) where to to pick things up. I mean, I I want to like dive in on each one of these. Oh, sounds, yeah? like,
1: sounds like we may have a series of episodes here where we can right? we can play around with some of this. I, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're considering automation, the first place to start um, is to ask yourself: Is it time to automate, eliminate, or delegate? Um, and, and and the reason I, I put that question out there is because a lot of times. When you're getting enough uh, bandwidth or enough pieces of this, it may be about replacing the manual process just with a piece of software, right? That's what I would call eliminating. We eliminated the manual process and put it into a piece of software. Um, If you're going to automate it, you're going to take a system like Zapier and connect those pieces together. Or it might be time to delegate it. There might be enough manual human thought needed that you're ready to scale, you're ready to bring on that next person. And so it's all about understanding what's there. So we've developed a lot of technology, but we wouldn't have developed that technology without asking ourselves three basic questions about automation. Where's the data now? Where does it need to go? And what needs to happen to it in between? If you're posting on Upwork or you're posting on, on FreeUp or you're you know, sending an email to, to Will Christensen at Data Automation, if you can answer those three questions in your initial email or in that post you put on upwork, you're gonna get a lot further than you would if you just say, "Hey, I'm trying to automate this thing
0: yeah um one another thing that you jogged my mind on and which you know hits my ego a little bit, but it actually makes me like wanna work harder is that the sophistication of other sellers out there that, that have a lot of complicated processes. I actually think that some of the sellers that are the largest have the most complicated situations. You know, they have the multiple distributors that they're banging between and, uh, and referencing data and creating, um, you know, FBA shipment workflows and plans and like, or like, with a lot of potential uh, situations where humans need to jump in right now with their existing software. And uh, with this approach that you're taking, that we're talking about, um, you can really simplify some of the hardest tasks to automate. I, there are some easy tasks to automate in Amazon land. For example, anything that's, any data that's available on the API, that's easy um, because you can download those reports on a, on a scheduled basis. That's how uh, something like Scubana or um, all the other tools are built off of stuff like this. But I think the conversation that you're taking it is kind of a glue between uh, different services. And what I want to do is um, dive in to these tools. You start using them in my business, and so that I can give better recommendations to other sellers out there, because uh, it only takes one of these ideas that we've suggested that's fu- and fully implemented. To save like hours of time, yeah, um, really impressive.
1: It's fun stuff. I, I mean, we sat down and I, I, I don't know. My, my laziness, my desire for efficiency, my battle against, um, you know, wasted time. Um, you know, I, that's what I when when i saw that and i and i saw this coming up multiple times oh they don't have an api oh they don't have an api i was like there has got to be a way that we could modularize this or that we could create this and and i have to hand it to um you know the team at data automation as we've as we've sat down and and looked at some of these different problems a lot of them are not my ideas they're they're a team of people that all believe that that the world should be a little less manual. And that's not to say that we should take the human part of it out of the world. I think the world needs human beings and needs the, the, the intuition that we can provide, but let's use the intuition to do, to do what's powerful.
0: Do you know what? There's still such a human part of business. I uh, uh, am the CEO of a company of over hundred people and I've built a ton of automation, but guess what I've spent most of the time this week working on? <laughs> I've been working on telling by boxers story and using that to honor for our marketing efforts. And, uh, like I'm creating a newsletter. I mean, like who on earth, I, if you would have told me even a month ago, like Scott, you're going to be creating a newsletter while you're on a plane to New York. Like I would never have thought that, but like, uh, but it's just something that I, only, I can tell that as a as a leader of our business, I know our company's story, and as much as I love automating certain parts, uh, the human part of the business like i 'm enjoying telling this and um, and' also i'll send this to to you will but like uh, it's going to be this is probably my call to action for the episode but i'm gonna i 'm gonna let you get the last word will but uh, mine is. That uh, buyboxer.com slash healthy account um, launching, uh, you know, it's, it's really a five uh, email story of, of what it was like when our $60 million account was shut down. And, you know, what was it like personally? What was it like for our business? And how did we get back up? And uh, I enjoyed so much writing this and to get real by the fifth letter you know when i wrote about us getting back up like i was getting emotional so uh don't think that me and will are robots <laughs> when, <laughs> when we when we talk robots the the part is we want to take the worst part of of your business the, the 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 mundane and allow you to give more time to things that really require creativity and uh, can you know give your business a different leg that requires human elements. Um and uh but will uh I I know that like there there is room and space to get you back on the podcast. Uh, specifically we can dive into one or two of these things. Um no no we don't need immediate plans but just thank you uh for for coming and, and sharing this. Uh so how can people learn more? Where can they get the Chrome extension? And uh so that they can get a hold of you and then maybe their their creativity uh, jumps back
1: to you. Yep, absolutely. So dataautomation.com is our website. Um and uh you know, just hit us up there. You can email me directly mentioning the podcast, like I mentioned before, will at dataautomation.com. Um, and, uh, when you reach out, be sure to mention the podcast, you know, my, my assistant can be a a pretty big stickler on getting people on my calendar. But if you mention the podcast, you'll get past some of the gatekeeper. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll remind her, uh, to, to watch out for that. And, um, and we'll get you on the calendar in the next couple of weeks and see, see how we can give you back your time.
0: All right. And is that the best way to start with the extension is yep, to set up Absolutely.
1: An yep. Yep. Set up, set up an appointment with me. Eventually the extension will have a self-serve platform. Um, right now we're expanding its repertoire of, of what's possible and, and, and connecting all of those different dots. Um, and so, you know, just like everything else, we believe in doing things five times manually before we automate them. Um, and, um, we're trying to get as much through our processes um, as we can, um, and, and and we're automating different pieces of the puzzle so it's it's a new enough product for us uh, that we we wanted to make it something that we could put our put our hands on and do some custom work with uh, each individual who wants to use it.
0: Well, I know my audience has always responded very well to the more technical uh, episodes that I've done, and so I think you will be surprised by you know, some of the, some of the, that might come your way. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the, on the show and look forward to getting you back. And i bet you in six months time, I know that you'll have built so many new things.
1: I, you know, honestly, it's exciting. This is, this is why I'm in this, in this world. I love it.
0: Well, I'll see you at Prosper for sure
1: okay looking forward to good, good it'll be good to uh, shake hands and and say hello <laughs> we we don't live very far from each other it's kind of no, a, a random coincidence that we're both out out in the uh, salt lake city utah area yeah
0: but today we are far i'm actually recording from new york city and right, right. prep for my my event out here um, that's all we've got for you guys uh, please if you guys figure out some new things you know you have your own Zapier hooks that you do i share them with me and and I can learn and, and, and pass it back uh, to the the world of sellers out there. So that's it. Uh, t- tune into the show next week. I got some good stuff re- that I'm really excited lined up. Peace. One, two, three.
1: Yeah.
0: This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.